About 30 years ago, I landed in Japan in Akita Prefecture, where I began my process of acclimating myself and learning the language. Off the coast of Akita were listening posts to watch for North Korean submarines, and I had certain friends that told me about their jobs of watching these things, and I really couldn't believe it. Since then, this was 30 years ago, since then it has become an open source of friction between Japan and uh, North Korea that they have actually sent rubber dinghies from submarines from North Korea to kidnap Japanese kids, Japanese young adults, and take them back to North Korea for training and indoctrination of North Korean spies. You would think that this is a spy novel and it doesn't make any sense, but there's a lot internationally that's going on, particularly between North Korea and Japan, that really doesn't make much sense. Recently in the news has been the discovery of small wooden dinghies containing bodies of North Koreans. They suspect them to be North Koreans. About 12 of these boats have been found over the last three weeks. It's something of a secret in the Japanese press, but it's picked up on the, uh, the English press. Michael, how does this strike you? It's awful weird, isn't it? It's really weird that they're coming across so many of these vessels that it's not clear that what they w were doing, there's no clarity that these were fishing vessels that went uh, astray. It's just bodies on wooden ships right. that are just arriving here in Japanese waters, and no one knows anything about it. They're drifting in with the tide, and uh, they're finding them kind of close to the coast, sometimes actually on the on the coast themselves. Um, they're not large boats. They're, they're fishing boats, uh, not powerful motors to take them across the waters, but it looks like, um, I don't know, there's, there's something more to it. It doesn't look as if these were packed with 12 or 15 fishermen with a desire to escape North Korea, although that desire probably is very palatable, but it doesn't explain a couple of the bodies that only had, you know, there were some that didn't have heads on them. Right. Uh, so it, this is a developing story, and maybe we'll be coming back to it, but everything having to do with North Korea. It's all very strange, isn't it? Yeah, and I would add, too, that when I read the story, for some reason I thought about it in the context of the refugees. Uh, the Syrian refugees, yes, right. Yes, I, I just because that's become such a point of contention here in Japan as well. You've had recently the head of UNHCR say, open the doors. You've had uh, some who are actually refugees here who have become activists saying that Japan should take in more refugees. So the fact that there is are these mystery ships with bodies in them, it just reminded me that Japan is still this this island that stays away from a lot of the global issues that lead to people having to flee in these rickety ships, as we saw leaving Libya, leaving Syria to go to Europe, mainland in Europe. This, in this instance, not arriving. Not right. arriving, that's right. right. That's right. Well, the, the timing of this is very interesting, too. You know, on the Yamanote Sen, just yesterday, one of the fire extinguishers exploded and uh, caused this gas to to uh, it completely in envelope the inside of the carriage. Mm. Oh my god. And gosh. immediately they interviewed some of the people that were in the carriage and they thought it was a, a sarin gas attack or a terrorist <laughs> attack. And similarly with this, our minds go to the Syrian refugee problem and it's not a Syrian refugee problem, it has no. nothing to do with that. But in terms of, of sending a message, this would be a very effective thing for the North Koreans to do in terms of 
manipulating the story or, or sending a signal, it's just too weird to, to really put your finger on. I can't explain it. The simplest explanation is, is that, that it's people who stole these boats and tried to escape and didn't know how far Japan really is. Mm. That, that would make sense. But then we're talking about North Korea. And we'll see over the next few weeks and months, since there are no direct relations between the North Korean government and the government of Japan, there's no way of really talking about this issue. And I'm sure that there's nobody in North Korea who's proud to be sending dead people off in wooden boats. So there's not much more that we can add to that. This is a developing story. We'll continue to update you on that as the details come up. We'll try not to lose our head on it. We'll report to you as the story develops.